1: Your true essence was who you are when you were a child um, before the age of seven. If you can recall a happy time of your childhood uh, before the age of seven and and reflect on what your characteristics were at that age, that is your true self. I know that some of you may have difficult childhood, um, but there would be that one moment when you were really feeling peace, and, and joyful and confidence. See if you can um, go back to that moment and, and recognize your strengths, who you are as a true individual. So that's your true essence. It's just that with years of, you know, um, our life experiences, what people say to us, the circumstances we're in, um, that's when the judge and the other saboteurs come in. They come in wanting you to believe that they're there to protect you. But in actual fact, they're not protecting you. They're holding you back.
0: Some people define stagnation as not producing. We sometimes miss where stagnation can show up as us producing, but producing at a level or in a dimension that's disrespectful to one, our creator, and number two, us as a creator. From Stagnation to Transformation causes you to look at yourself internally and say, am I producing at a level that serves justice to my ultimate creator and me, the creator? For more information about the book, text Transformation to 302 208 nine94. Four, zero. The Multidimensional Intelligence Podcast is powered by Transform You Institute. Transform You Institute is the newest technology here at Clifton Petty John Enterprises. We will utilize this platform to fulfill the mission of teaching creators how to transform their lives through embracing the entirety of their best selves. It is a game changer in personal development and empowerment. To learn more about TYI, text Transform 2 302 208 9440 Welcome to the Multidimensional Intelligence Podcast. I am your host, your trusted voice of transformation, Clifton Pettyjohn. Join me as I engage in ingenious conversations with top creators from around the world who have embraced their dimensions of intelligence within their professional, personal, and spiritual paths of transformation. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Multidimensional Intelligence Podcast, where I have conversations with top creators from around the world, and we discuss how they have unlocked the dimensions of their intelligence. Now you might say, well, how did they unlock the dimension of their intelligence? That's the awesomeness about it, is that everyone has their own story. But I believe that a lot of us can relate to either part of some of their stories, all of some of their stories. We can relate. And if we can get to the space where we can the space where we can relate, then we can begin to understand and connect with our own personal intelligence. Each and every one of you has a divine intelligence, as Elliot Carlisle says, or you have a personal intelligence. You have an inward intelligence that's connected to your DNA. That intelligence can't be tapped into if you are stuck in a dimension of intelligence that you were taught that you may not fit into. So that's why I'm having these conversations, because I want these conversations to begin to unlock, I guess, the portal or or to begin to introduce you to the portal for you to travel to your own intelligence. For you to travel to your own intelligence. And in the midst of you traveling to your intelligence, you'll find out you don't have to go far because it's inside of you. My name is Clifton Patty John. I am your trusted voice of transformation. I teach creators how to transform their lives through embracing the entirety of their best self and that those multi-dimensions of intelligence are connected to your best self, all right? But let's do our breathing exercises. Take a deep breath in, hold it, breathe out. Oh, that felt so good. One more time, breathe in, hold it, breathe out. Don't you feel lighter? Don't you feel more aware? Don't you feel more more of purpose? Don't you just feel like now you just can conquer the world? Why? Because you're present. You are present. What breathing did was it caused you to pause for a minute. It caused you to your mind to recalibrate, to forget about everything that you're thinking about from their past. All that energy that you devote to—well, if I hadn't done this right, if I just said this, if I had just done that, if I—if I, I, I can just get one more conversation—I'm pulling that energy. We're not feeding that anymore. We're not going to feed that anymore because there's nothing we can do about that anymore. But we're going to bring it to the present. Then. We going to go to that future that we keep hoping for but the reality is we haven't been present enough to build so we're going to grab that energy, we're going to merge it with the energy of our past, we're going to merge it with the energy of our present, grab those three things together, create that synergy. That synergy is you. That is you. That is the power of who you are. That is your best self. That is you present. And the thing is that you don't know what can be accomplished when you are consistently present because we've only been consistently absent. That might not be all of you, but I know I'm talking to myself and I know I'm talking to a lot of you. A lot of us are consistently absent from the present. So imagine how powerful our minds could be if we could lock our minds here in the present. And we don't have to imagine that. That's the whole purpose of this show. The whole purpose of this show is to keep us focused here on the present. So I thank each and every one of you for tuning in. I thank you for your support. I thank you for the reviews. I thank you for the downloads. I thank you for it all. I appreciate you for sharing the podcast. Thank you to my A1 Day Ones, to those who came a little later and have been positive and supportive, even those who may not have a positive uh, review of the podcast, but have taught me something that I could apply to make the podcast even greater. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm forever grateful. So let's get to tonight's show, today's show, whenever you're listening to it. Everyone help me welcome Jenny Toe to the show. Jenny, how are you?
1: Hey, Clifton. Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me on your show.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate your willingness to come on and share with our listening audience. Listen, audience, listen. We have someone that is going to predict our future for us. She is already <laughs> living in tomorrow. She is in Singapore. <laughs> so she, yes, has Clifton. <laughs> <promised>. <laughs> she has promised to predict our future for us before we get off of this air, before we get off the air today. Or tonight for us and today for her. So <laughs>
1: Nice one, Clifton. Well, I, I predict that it will be a good weekend because we're recording this on my Friday morning. So good weekend to all of you. Yes. Get enough rest, everyone.
0: That's it. She's already predicted it. So we thank her for that. And we thank you for what she's going to leave us with on today. Now, I always like to start conversations with icebreaker questions. As I told you off the air, I never know what I'm going to ask until this moment. (laughs) So, here we go. Now, if there was a... Nope, I just used that one. We're not going to use that one, guys. My fault. So, we're going to use the wrong one. Now, okay. Here we go. My favorite one. If you could have one superpower in life, what would that superpower be and why?
1: Well I, yeah I, I like your question Clifton um as we were talking off off recording, I'm an introvert, so I would love to have the superpower of being invisible. I'm also a mother of three kids, so I think it's pretty cool if I could sneak up on them. I have a teenager, a teenage son, and you know he's very private. So you know this this mom would like to know what's going on. So if I have the power of being invisible, I could just you know check in on him without intruding in his uh, private space. I mean, just that's just the fun idea of it. My kids all have. There yeah, are various versions of superpowers. You know, one likes to fly, and and one likes to be able to turn back time. Um, yeah. So, so that's my answer.
0: That's awesome. That is awesome. I, I like that. I even like how you implemented your children's superpowers in it. And I think that we all went through that phase. Well, I can say I went through that phase as well as a child, where I thought I could fly. You know, you learn after jumping off of couches and stands and <laughs> stairs and no you cannot fly <laughs> but you know we learn how to fly in different ways so i like that now even the invisible thing i'm telling you if i could master that as well being the introvert that i am i would understand exactly where you're coming from but before we get to our conversation i always like to give our guests an opportunity to share with us a little bit about themselves. I don't read bios on the uh, podcast. I do post your bio in the show description. But I like for our listening audience to hear a little bit about your story. So you can go back as far as you would like to go (laughs) to how you got to present day today. (laughs) Not
1: not to worry, Clifton, I'm mindful of time. So I will not bore everyone with my life story. Um, Just to say, uh, let me think about where should I start. So I'm a lawyer by my first profession. I've been in it for more than uh, two decades. And I moved into life coaching. I started my life coaching business at the peak of the pandemic. And why did I move into it? It's because I felt that this is what God is calling me into. I'm, I'm a Christian. And I was first uh, bitten by the coaching bug back in 2015 when I was a mid-level manager in an organization. And um, they gave me a two-day coach training program just to be a better manager. So that was when I was first exposed to coaching. I liked it and I felt that I could really help people with it. But because I have a full-time job, I also have three kids at home, I pushed away this desire to train to be a life coach until about December 2018 when I felt that I couldn't push aside that feeling anymore. So with much prayer and... and uh, Sharing and discussion with my husband, I decided to start my coach training program, and that took me about a year. And while I was in the program, I uh, had ideas about starting my business and all good plans, right? Where I didn't know what was going to happen in March 2020. So the timeline for me to launch my business uh, was April 2020, and then COVID hit all of us. But I decided I've put out I put off so long to become a coach, to become, to live into this purpose that God has called me into. And I decided to just walk in faith and start my business in April 2020. And so Clifton, bringing myself to today, uh, yes, I am still running my life coaching business. It's growing, it's uh, doing well. Of course, there's ups and downs, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to share what I know about coaching with you and your listeners
0: What's up, everybody? My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. I am your trusted voice of transformation. I teach creators how to transform their lives through embracing the entirety of their best self. Cliff, what's my best self? My best self is when I gather the energy from my past, gather the energy from my future, merge it with the energy of my present, create that synergy, name that synergy what? Best self. Why is it my best self? because all of my energy now is present in this moment. I can take advantage of tools, techniques, strategies that are be released released to me. I can take advantage of opportunities that are afforded to me. why? Because I am present. If you want to talk more about the best self or you, or you want to be involved in the community that we are building and we are developing, I want you to text the word, transform you. 2302 208 9440 Are you enjoying today's episode? I can hear y'all now saying yes, yes, getting hype. I see it. I already see it. Now, another question. Would you rather experience these episodes without ads? Some of you I know you would. So guess what? We've created an ads free program for you. So, I want to get that information to you. So, here's what I want you to do text ads free to 302 208 9440. Enjoy the rest of the show. Now, before we start talking about the business, let's talk about the fact that you are a lawyer, a mother, and a coach. How do you juggle all of those things? Like, how, how, do you put yourself on a schedule? Time ma- How is your time management? When do you get your free time, your time for relaxation? How does all of that work with everything that you're juggling? Well,
1: um, good point. <laughs> we all have our struggles. I'm a planner by nature, and I'm also a perfectionist. So when we start talking about saboteurs, I can dwell more into that. But yes, I'm a planner by nature. So can you imagine when COVID hit? Uh, I really struggled, if, even though you know I'm very self-aware. I'm a coach. I struggled with the inability to plan, especially last year. But how did I, uh, like you said, you know, manage my time as a lawyer? Right now, I'm doing legal consulting work, so have I've wound down, I've I've slowed down a bit on the legal front. I'm growing my coaching business. Um, it's about priorities. It's about looking at your day and um, prioritizing what really needs to be done that day or who you really need to spend time with so there's always family time i i make sure that i have time with my husband and my three kids and of course i schedule half an hour for myself like you say you know how can you have time for yourself i need that time for myself one being an introvert and then two if you find that your cup is not full how are you able to pour yourself out to to help other people so i would um encourage your listeners to know what's their priorities and what really needs to be done that day. I mean, sometimes we are busy for the sake of being busy, um, but realize that other things can wait. What cannot wait?
0: Absolutely. I want to shout out my identity strategist for reminding me of how important it is to make sure that my cup is full so I pour from my overflow instead of pouring from what it is that I need and leaving myself empty. That was spot on right there. So let's start talking about what you do. I am very interested in what she does, listening audience, because I have never heard of this type of coach, but I love it. And I don't even know what it is, but I just love the concept of it, so I'm excited to hear about it. I'm going to let you explain to everybody the whole concept of it and how you even became certified.
1: Well, uh, take a step back. I'm not certified as a positive intelligence coach yet. I trained, uh, it's, a, it's a coaching specialty. I trained um, with Dr. Shazad Shamin. He's the author of the New York best selling uh, book, Positive Intelligence. So I'm still working on my certification. Uh, but basically, positive intelligence is a synthesis of, of many sciences. Uh, it includes uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, positive psychology, neuroscience. And basically, just to put it simply, it's a study of mental fitness. So what is mental fitness? If you think about physical fitness, you know, you want to run a marathon, you need to train about, you need to train for it. You can't just say, uh, you can't just wake up one morning and say, okay, I'm going to run a marathon. You have to train, you have to be disciplined, you have to be committed, you have to have a routine. So mental fitness is the ability to look at the situations that you face in your life with a positive and resilient mindset. So it's not about, you know, putting on your smiley face. And, you know, even though difficult things happen, you you just force positivity. No, it's not about that. Difficult things and events happen in our lives. But how do we look at it with um, a clear mind, a clear, calm mind, and uh, to be able to address that situation. So positive intelligence, talks about the sage thinking, the sage perspective. So that's what I just said, looking at the situation, seeing the gift in it, seeing the learning opportunity and the growth in it as well. But then you have your saboteurs that stop you from thinking uh, with your sage perspective. Your saboteurs, all of us have the judge in us. He's the master saboteur in us. So the judge can show up in three ways. There is the judge of self. So Jenny, you're not good enough. And then there's the judge of others. So I saw Clifton, I, I may make a first impression of him. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so you know that's the judge of others. And then the judge of circumstances. So earlier on in the record, Recording, we, we had a bit of technical glitch. So, uh, if I really listen to my judge of circumstances, I would think, oh, okay, the recording's not going to go well because you know, my audio is not good, my video's not good. So, that's the judge of circumstances. And if you think that is enough as it is to, to run havoc in your life, the judge doesn't operate alone. We all have accomplished saboteurs. So like I uh, I talked about a bit earlier, I'm a perfectionist. So it, in the positive intelligence study of saboteurs, we have nine other saboteurs. And typically in each one of us, we have top two or three saboteurs. So mine's the stickler, the perfectionist, and also uh, hypervigilant, which means I am always looking out for the, the worst case scenario and getting very anxious. I think it's possibly from my legal training as well but I'm taught to uh, see all possible uh, outcomes uh, typically bad so that we can prevent it or we can uh, counter it from happening. And also as a parent, right? So so hypervigilance does come up. And another one is controller. So that comes into the planning bit. I need to control my circumstances. So if guys, if you are interested, just hop on to positiveintelligence.com. That's not my website. That's uh, Shazad's website, positiveintelligence.com. There is a free assessment test for you to do to discover your saboteurs and i will pause here for Clif- clifton to to tell me how what he thinks about this so far
0: i can already identify a couple of my um, savages i'm definitely the judge yourself you know i know that that has been like the reigning champion you know in, in my life so i'm definitely going to head over and take the assessment after we get off air because I think it's very important. I want to ask you a question. You were talking about looking at these different difficult circumstances from a more positive perspective. Now, does identifying our savages help us with that? Is that the first step in it? Because I was going to ask you the steps in, sure. you know, making that transition.
1: Sure. So uh just yeah, a nice segue for me to explain the uh PQ operating model, so the positive intelligence uh, coaching uh, model. So first, yes, um, I encourage my clients to do the saboteur assessment on positiveintelligence.com. Since it's a free assessment, you know, just go ahead and do it. Um do it without thinking too much, naturally in in, in that moment that you're in. So once you identify your sabatures, uh they will show up a lot more because, as you know, when you have awareness, uh, you tend to see that thing more. So, so Clifton, if you're thinking of buying that red car, right, the next time you go out, every car that you see drive by is a red car. So, similarly, when I did the, the assessment myself, uh, I know that I'm a perfectionist, but seeing the stickler trait, that's what they call a perfectionist in the sabotage assessment, seeing the stickler trait come up again and again, it was overwhelming. So I want to encourage your audience. It's normal. Once you do the assessment, your, your, your savages will come up and, and they're almost on hyperdrive. What you do with them is treat them as a signal, as an alert that, oh, okay, my, my uh, controller saboteur is acting up here, or my judge is coming up. That Use that as a signal to pause. And um, Shazad has um, a phone app that allows uh, exercises for you to do. So it's like your reps, your your physical reps when you have to do weightlifting. Uh, So these are called positive intelligence, PQ reps, short exercises to stop you from going into the autopilot mode of saboteur thinking, to pause and then to shift yourself to this uh, more sage-like thinking. So, for example, um, I'm going to prepare for a stressful meeting. I know or I'm going to have a difficult conversation and my saboteur thinking is, my vigilant comes in and say, oh, this conversation is going to go bad. You know, we're going to have a difficult time. I'm going to get hurt. The other person is going to get upset. We could get angry. So you can hear, I'm speaking faster and I'm spiraling downwards, right? So if I were to slow myself down, I love this exercise, uh, one of the PQ reps. You take your uh, thumb and uh, index finger, if you can see it, and then you gently rub them together. Focus on the ridges of your fingertips. Just focus on the sensation of touch. And then you notice that even as I'm talking through this, my voice is slowing down. I'm quieter as well. And the great thing is, you don't have to do this with your eyes closed. I can actually do this when I'm having that difficult conversation. So Sherzad's uh, PQ wraps these exercises, leverages on our five senses. You know, the sense of touch, sight, hearing, smell, and, and just to really get in touch with your body so you can slow down. So when I slow down and I reflect on that difficult conversation and I am able to invoke uh, my other sage powers, one of which is empathy. So I can actually look at that person with empathy and see where is that person coming from? Uh, What's causing that person to be upset? and also to explore with curiosity. So, okay, I really hear what you're saying. So you see, instead of coming into that conversation being defensive, which was my saboteur, vigilant, trying to see what's the worst case scenario, I've now moved to this calmer, more open-minded way of uh, having this conversation with this person. So so this is just a, a example of how PQ reps and the idea of saboteur and sage can um, operate in your life.
0: Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing. I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose that's inside of me, to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost, that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just, I need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to wwwcliftonpettijohncom forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion after that. forward slash transformation okay so i have a couple of questions okay Um, i'm gonna start by i'm gonna reverse it i'm gonna ask this question i wanted to ask second first when you started studying this how did it affect you as a lawyer um because i was listening you talk about you know how i can't remember the language you put with it but how you kind of always look for like the worst thing. You know, because, you know, that's kind of what you guys are trained to, to work from that and and to solve the problem. How did that affect you when you started taking, you know, this training?
1: Well, one, definitely my stress level went down because, you know, when, when we are in a in a stressful work environment, that the stress level is up and then you're not able to see clearly when you're stressed. So my own experience of doing the PQ reps and, and really thinking from the sage perspective and invoking my sage powers, that helped me to slow down. So yes, I still analyze the situation from, you know, what can, what can go well, what can't go well, but I, I look at it more with curiosity almost like, you know, an explorer rather than, you know, really hooking on to the negative ex- aspects of that situation and spiraling downward. So it's helped me to be more objective and to be calmer. And I'm able to detach myself uh, a bit from the situation. Whereas previously I was overwhelmed with stress and, and it just got me really worked up and I could see, I, I rather I could sense the stress coming in my body. So I would encourage the, your listeners take a a good reflection of yourself. The next time you're stressed and anxious or you're angry, where does that show up in your body? So similarly, like the saboteurs act as alerts, the physical changes in your body also act as an alert that, yeah, you are now going into saboteur mode. You have the ability to make a conscious choice to stop yourself and not be hijacked by your saboteur way of doing things and of thinking.
0: Now, my second question was, how did you learn about this training? How did you get involved with it? When you first heard about it, was it something that drew you in? Or what was it that made you want to take this training and then take your coaching from this perspective?
1: Well, I'm laughing because my first answer is social media. <laughs> Well, Shazad is very generous. So um in July last year, while I was the my business was still new, um I, I have uh, fellow coach friends and, and then there was this lady, she was on Facebook and she saw that Shazad was offering this free pilot uh six weeks PQ coach training program just to uh, get coaches uh open to the idea of positive intelligence so she said oh i need to form a group of five because one of the conditions to enter uh to to join this free uh six weeks pilot is to form a group of uh, five coaches so basically that's it We, we just went on facebook and asked who's interested so so we managed to find five coaches and it's amazing because we're still connected Right now, even all of us have finished the program. The program was actually four months after that, um, but we 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 still remain connected, and we're from all over the world. There's there's a lady in the U.S., one in Portugal, a gentleman in India, and my friend and myself here in Singapore. So it's amazing that we are still meeting every fortnight, just just to discuss positive intelligence coaching to encourage one another. And why did I? really go into it because I saw the change in myself. I mean, I I am very self-aware before my coach training, my uh, my, uh, foundational coach training. And then when I started practicing as a coach, self-awareness grew. But PQ really got me thinking what is really holding me back? What are my saboteurs and what I can do about it? So, I have experienced the change personally. And as a coach, as I coach my clients, I can see that they are experiencing this transformational change as well. One of my female clients, she had a difficult time at work and she told me that if it weren't for the PQ training, she would still be overwhelmed with stress and uh, anxiety. But now with the PQ training, uh, it shortened that period of stress and anxiety for her. So I'm not saying this is a magic formula that your stress and anxiety will automatically disappear, but it will shorten that period that you stay in that negative mindset and you are able to get out of it and see it in a calmer way and be able to be more productive and uh, efficient at work. So her testimony was that before PQ coaching, she would have been in this frame of mind of stress and anxiety, maybe for months on end, but now with PQ training and and she's consistent in her PQ reps and all that, she uh, got out of it in just a matter of weeks. So that's that's an amazing testimony for, for me to share with all of you.
0: But here's what I wanted to ask you. You, you talked about uh, your group of five. and You talked about y'all being from different parts of the world. I love that because I always talk about a global perspective. I believe that when we travel and when we com- communicate with people from other countries, neighborhoods, sides of the world, parts of our country, we begin to have this global perspective, like we don't see things so narrow within you guys' group. Is there time where you guys were able to communicate with each other and see each other's different perspective and it helped you through your own personal experience?
1: Yes, of course, there's uh, differences, uh, cultural differences from where we come from. And also, even if you are in the States, there are differences because of your upbringing. You know, not every one family is is alike. But the amazing thing of how I feel about my group of, of uh, fellow coaches is that there is so much similarity. We're all human. So as, as we discuss our own savages and how we are growing our business and what gets in the way, it's just so familiar. And, and that's the power of it because we encourage each other through it. One, firstly, by realizing that we're not alone and that our struggles are similar, maybe not exactly the same, but similar. And then we share insights and wisdom from, from each other. So I also do group coaching for my clients, and that's the power of group coaching. Yes, I am your coach, but at the same time, there's peer support and peer accountability that you and and the, the other participants in my group coaching program will be able to support each other uh, and and, you know, the The road just seems less lonely, and and Clifton, as you know, as an entrepreneur, it is a lonely journey. So I am very grateful for my uh, group of uh, friends who are also coaches. Yeah, and then when we talk about savages, when I talk about my stickler, there's another lady in the in the group who's also a stickler. So we we encourage each other by saying that yes, you know, it's showing up again, but you know, a uh, great job, Jenny, on being able to do things differently. So you feel that okay, I'm not the weird one here. I don't have this judge or this stickler talking to me all the time. Everyone has some form of savagery in themselves. The main thing is to identify and to realize that they are not who you truly are. Your true essence was who you are when you were a child um, before the age of seven. If you can recall a happy time of your childhood uh, before the age of seven and, and Reflect on what your characteristics were at that age, that is your true self. I know that some of you may have difficult childhood, um, but there would be that one moment when you were really feeling peace and and joyful and confidence. See if you can um, go back to that moment and, and recognize your strengths, who you are as a true individual. So that's your true essence. It's just that with years of, you know, um, our life experiences, what people say to us, the circumstances we're in, um, that's when the judge and the other saboteurs come in. They come in wanting you to believe that they're there to protect you. But in actual fact, they're not protecting you. They're holding you back.
0: I'm over here laughing because you were talking about the age of seven. Um, Those who listen to the podcast on a regular basis and my clients, my family members as well, already know that this is an exercise I have done for years. I always make, the first thing you do when you come to me, whether I'm doing a talk or whatever I'm doing, is I want you to close your eyes and go back to the second grade that's usually when you're the age of seven. What was it you wanted to be in life? What was it that you were dreaming about most in life? because I understand that very concept that many of us stop dreaming at some point in our life. We stop allowing ourselves just to be free enough to be who we are in at that point in our lives. So I love how you were talking about going back to the age of seven. And if we can remember that, man, that is so essential for us now beginning to embrace that success in our lives. And, I love how you were talking about how within their group, there was another one that, you know, (laughs) because that's Another
1: one, right? (laughs) There's too many of us out there.
0: (laughs) Listen, I always ask that because one of the greatest things in my life I learned from traveling and speaking to people, you know, from different countries is that there is more that unites us than that divides us. I think sometimes when we have such a narrow mindset- We don't realize just how much we have in common because we're so focused on the things that we don't have in common. So Mm -hmm. that's why I asked that question, because I know (laughs) I have a, a group of coaches that are friends. And, yeah, there's a couple just like me.
1: So, yeah. so it's beautiful, right? That that uh, you know you're not alone, and it's amazing that when you were saying that, you know, you also ask people to go back to oh, when yes. they were seven yes. years old. So yes. I know in the beginning you said that you know I don't know much about positive intelligence, but it's really going to the core of being human. Absolutely, yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Now here's my next question to you. My next question is: with I don't know how it is in Singapore in relationship to the pandemic but I know everything that's going on over here. It seems like this is the great time for a PQ coach because so many people have experienced levels of stress that they may have never experienced before. And then we got to a space where it looked like the Mm. pandemic was over. And then here we come again. Mm. What would you say to those that are out there In our listening audience that are out there tonight saying, I hear what you're saying about this positive concept, but I just don't see anything positive right now because all of this stuff is just hitting me so hard. Are you enjoying today's episode? I know you are. Are you tired of me interrupting you with ads? I get it. I understand. So now we offer an experience for our listening audience. To listen to our conversations without any interruptions. That's right, we now offer an ad free version of every episode. And for you to take advantage of that, I want you to text ad free to 302 208 9440. Again, 302 208 9440.
1: I I agree. I mean, here in Singapore, we we have just started to slowly come out from stricter restrictions. So it's almost like, yeah, we're going to start enjoying our freedom. But at the same time, Clifton, you know how it is. It's like they let you out. Then before you know it, there's a surge in the cases and then you get pulled back in. So there's a lot of like uncertainty. A lot of my clients say, Jenny, I really don't know how to plan for my future. I, I don't know what's happening with my job concerned about my family, my elderly parents. So there's so many things weighing on their shoulders and and through PQ coaching is one not to push away those emotions is to experience those emotions because you're human and the emotions are real. But remember, the emotions are not who you are and you do not have to uh, let the emotions uh, dictate your choice of actions in life. So basically when you sit with your emotions, again, like I, I, I really strongly encourage, see where it comes up in your body. So if it's stress and you feel the tightness of your chest, just let go and, and, breathe a little deeper that's all you need to do breathe a little deeper i know some of you practice meditation and yoga and you say jenny i already know all this but you know how many times of uh, when you're in a stressful situation do you say okay i need to get my yoga mat i need to change into my yoga gear you don't do that so that's the beauty of pq coaching and, and the pq reps when you're stressed you don't have to stop life and and you know find a quiet space to meditate when you're stressed. Use your favorite PQ. So I really like the one of the sense of touch with my thumb and, uh, and index finger. Some of you might like just the deep breathing. Some of you uh, like the, the seeing, focusing on one thing and really looking at the colors. Just do something like that and it stops the, the saboteur thinking. It, it quietens you down. And then you're able to see clearer. So when we go through difficult situation, and I know some of you uh, have gone through grief um, during this difficult time, I'm not saying gloss it over, see the gift, uh, or see what you can uh, grow from this. Just recognize that this is a painful time and uh, reflect on your past experience on how you went through difficult time and how you've come out of it that's your resilience and trust that you will come out of this and eventually years down the road we'll be able to see the gift so how i keep myself going is all these experiences that i'm going through i tell myself i will be able to use this experience to encourage someone else to help someone else go through Something similar, or even just to let that person know you're not alone,
0: yeah awesome. Now let's talk about your business. I love the name of your business. Um, I'm big on water uh, I live by the concept, concept that water has memory um, and the name of your business is River Life Coaching. Can you tell us how you came up with the concept and even how you came up with the concept of a river?
1: Yeah, so this was during my coach training program back in twenty nineteen. Uh, we were asked to come up with our coaching model, our coaching process, and I, you know, just just being a very intellectual person, I was thinking, okay, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, so so that didn't work. Nothing came up. Then I, even without knowing about positive intelligence, I I prayed about it. I quietened down myself and I just did quite a lot of self-reflection and the image of river came up. So river to me, like you said, for you is memory. River to me is actually our life. So I believe that our values, our core values, which I say is the river source, will be where your river, your life flows from. So if you live your life aligned with your values, then the flow of your river is very serene, it's very peaceful and and it flows smoothly. However, if you're living your life not aligned with your values, then your river may face a lot of obstacles. It may be blocked and you find that, you know, you're not able to reach your destination. And I encourage my clients just to see that ease of flow in in their river, their life, and and to, to identify what are the obstacles, what are the blocks, and also to find out what's their purpose? Where do they want their river to go to? Because a lot of us are busy and, and we say we've got too many responsibilities and obligations. I don't have time to think about, you know, what's my bigger purpose? What's my dream? And like you said, Clifton, a lot of us put aside our dreams where after we hit, uh, you know, after we pass our seven years uh, of age. But the dream, you know, your higher purpose is always there. And and that's why I I believe that, you know, once your river flows peacefully and calmly, you will get to where your purpose is in life and where your dream wants you to be.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, let's talk a little bit about purpose, Uh, because I heard you say, you know, as a lawyer, you realize you had put off, you know, focusing on your purpose long enough. How did you know what your purpose was? Did you discover your purpose? Did your purpose discover you? How do you communicate what your purpose is?
1: Well, I mean, for our listeners who have a belief system or who have faith, uh, I'm a Christian. So that purpose was, I believe, was put in me uh, back in 2015 but i i ran away from it i uh kept it uh inside me i didn't want to follow it and it came to that time in at the end of 2018 that i couldn't put it aside anymore it was just there uh, I really couldn't put it aside and it came to the extent that I was so uncomfortable, like something's not quite right. You know, what's going on here? I have a good job and I, my family's fine. I love my kids, but something's not quite right. Something's missing. So I just really couldn't get rid of that feeling. And that's when I know that I have to do something about it.
0: like that i like that and i i think that a lot of us reach that stage in our life at different stages of our life and for different reasons in our life but i think that it is so important that we learn exactly what our purpose is and that we understand that sometimes some of those groans and pains that we feel in our body is our purpose communicating to us. I'm trying to scream out to you right now. I want I want to be doing some things right now. And I think that we all just have to get to that space where we understand like how important and how valuable number one we are. Because I think a lot of people never really allow themselves to flow into if we're gonna use that river to flow into their purpose because they don't see the value of who they are. Have you ever uh or a client you had struggled so much with their inner value that it was something that you had to begin to slow walk them through. And if you did, how did you approach that?
1: A lot of us when, uh don't really know our values, the the, the clients who my coach, when I ask them, do you know what your core values are? They talk about their strengths. They say that, you know, I'm I'm a good uh, strategist at the workplace. I can problem solve. I'm a good team player. I'm efficient. Uh, But values are deeper. They're not what you do. They are what you hold on to. And if those values are missing in your life, uh, then, you know, you just feel that you're Life is not quite right. So personally, my one of my core values is the value of honesty and integrity. So when I found that you know I was pushing aside my calling to be a coach, I wasn't being true to myself. I wasn't being honest, and that's that signal to say that you know I'm not living my life according to my value. And now that I am a life coach, I really feel empowered because I'm living into my purpose. I'm living into my values. So the first exercise that I ask my clients to do is. What are your values? And it's just simple words that that resonate with you, uh, and and what see what comes up. So you know, one person says, "I really love beauty," so that's the appreciation of beauty, and and if if she feels that you know, things in life are not beautiful. Uh, that, that gets to her and she just wants to create that beautiful space for the people in her life. So, that, so that's a core value of her. So it's something that goes deeper in you. And And one idea is to think if that word that signifies your value is not in your life right now, what does that look like? And if your life feels really empty without it, then you've identified that that word, that value is really one of your core values.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's what I want to do now. I want to give you the opportunity to give everyone your social media handles, your website, if they're interested in your coaching services, how to get in contact with you. I want you to give them all of that great information. And then I want you no, nope, I want you to do that first. Then I'm going to ask you the last question.
1: <laughs> All right. Okay, Clifton. It's quite easy. My website uh, is River Life Coaching. So www.riverlifecoaching.com. Uh, you can also find River Life Coaching on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And likewise, you can find me. You can connect with me personally, Jenny Toh, T-O-H on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, either way, River life coaching, Jenny toe Singapore, yeah you know, living in Singapore, you shouldn't go wrong and and you know just reach out to Clifton if you really cannot find me
0: <laughs> absolutely, and what we're gonna do we're gonna uh hyperlink everything in the show description as well, so we'll make it easy. All you have to do is click on her name and you'll be able to go to our website. We'll also hyperlink all of her uh social media handles as well now. Last question. If everyone were to forget everything that you said throughout this conversation, what is one thing that you would like them to walk away with?
1: Well, just one thing. Uh, I would encourage listeners, um, when you go and do the saboteur assessment, which I know that all of you are intrigued about, when your saboteurs show up, remember to be kind to yourself. It doesn't mean you're going crazy. There is nothing wrong with you. It's just that awareness brings them up. And what are you going to do when you keep seeing your saboteurs? You now have the choice. You now have the awareness. Now you can make the choice. Do I want to follow my saboteurs? Or do I want to think, you know, in in a more calm and peaceful way? So you have the choice. I would encourage your listeners, identify your saboteurs, but don't get overwhelmed by them. You you have a choice. Now you know what you're up against. So that's power.
0: Jenny, I want to thank you for joining us on tonight. I thank you for your calm nature that you brought. Like even your voice is calm. People tell me that all the time about my voice. But to be able to experience it, when you were doing the exercise at first like this, I was like, she can't do this too much longer because I'm going to (laughs) be asleep. (laughs) I was like, she's going to calm me down so much that I'm going to end up. Going to sleep. So, I thank you for coming on and just being yourself and sharing so freely with our listening audience. Listening audience, I thank you for your support, your continuous support. I encourage you to support Jenny. I encourage you to take the assessment. I'm going to hyperlink that as well in the show notes. Make sure that you're doing everything that you can do possible for you. Now, if you've listened to this, podcast in its entirety that means you're hearing what i'm about to say i want you to text pq two three zero two two zero eight nine four four zero again three zero two two zero eight nine four four zero why do you want me to text that i'm glad you asked i want you to text it because it lets me know you've listened to the entire show and then it also gives you an opportunity to enter for the drawing at the end of the month. As I always say, embrace your best self. Create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Some people define stagnation as not producing. We sometimes miss where stagnation can show up as us producing, but producing at a level are in a dimension that's disrespectful to one, our creator, and number two, us as a creator. From stagnation to transformation causes you to look at yourself internally and say, am I producing at a level that serves justice to my ultimate creator and me, the creator? For more information about the book, text TRANSFORMATION to 302-208-9440. Well, there you have it. That's today's episode of the Multidimensional Intelligence Podcast. If you want to be notified of all future episodes while having access to previous episodes, simply subscribe to your preferred listening platform. Also, if you feel inclined, leave us a five-star rating and review. For those who want to remain connected to me and all things that I have going on, text me at 302-208-9440. Again, 302-208 four four zero until next time peace